On this episode, I share everything you need to know about Facebook groups and why this is the number one marketing channel you can't ignore in 2020. Want to know what's working today with growth marketing? What kind of question is that? Of course you do. In short 20-minute or less episodes, I'll help you stay informed of what's trending and how to leverage it today. No fluff, no fake guru talk, and absolutely no driving Lambos in the Hollywood Hills. Just the quick, actionable marketing news and insights that will help you stay ahead of the curve in a constantly changing marketing landscape. Whether you're starting a business, scaling a business, or helping your clients get better results. Are you ready? to become the smartest marketer in the room. Welcome to the Growth Marketer Podcast. Let's get it started. Hello and welcome to the Growth Marketer Podcast. I am your host, Nicholas Scalise, and I'm switching things up. So if you've been listening to the previous episodes of the show, you know that I was covering the news of the day, but I got a lot of feedback that eh, things could probably be a bit better. So what I did is I completely scrapped that format and I'm going with something different based on your feedback. From now on, this podcast will be focused on sharing very short, actionable advice on one specific topic at a time, and I want to do it in a way where it's 20 minutes or less, because I want to give you something that you can walk away with and implement right away. Now, if you're familiar with my other podcast, Growth Marketing Toolbox, you might be wondering, well, what's the difference between this show and that show? Growth Marketing Toolbox is going to remain my long-format interview show where I interview the best and brightest marketers in the industry. But this one is going to be really focused on just one actionable tip per episode. So let's kick things off with a discussion of Facebook groups, because this is something that I think is sort of a sleeping giant in the marketing space right now. And you need to take advantage of this if you want to catapult your business or your client's business. So what are Facebook groups? Well, you're probably familiar with them. If not, the official definition from Facebook is that groups are a place to communicate about shared interests with certain people. You can create a group about anything, your family reunion, your after work sports team, or your book club. But in this case, what I'll be talking about is how you can create a group and scale a group for your business or for your client's business to help them get better results. So why? Are groups so successful? And why is this such an important part of really every marketing strategy out there? Or why should it be? I'm going to cover that in three parts. First, I'll explain in a bit more detail why groups are so important. Then I'll cover how to start a Facebook group. Then how to grow a group and how to build engagement in your group. And I'm going to try to do all of this in 20 minutes or less. So let's get right to it. Number one, why are groups so important right now? Well, there's a few different reasons. Let me go through them one by one. First of all, Facebook is making a heavy investment in groups. This is probably most clearly seen in the fact that they advertised during the Super Bowl for the very first time they bought an ad spot. And you know what it was about? It wasn't about just Facebook as a platform in general. It was about Facebook groups, and they highlighted real groups. Also, if you look at the F8 talk from Mark Zuckerberg from last year, there was a heavy emphasis on groups and community building. In fact, there's a quote I want to share with you from the F8 developer conference where Mark Zuckerberg basically said, quote, we're rolling out a fresh new design for Facebook that's simpler and puts your communities at the center. We're also introducing new tools that will help make it easier for you to discover and engage with groups of people who share your interests. 
Now, fast forward to today, those changes are pretty much already in effect. Most of us have the new Facebook layout already, and we can see that groups are certainly at the center of it. And so this is another reason why you should focus on groups as part of your Facebook strategy, because Facebook is investing both financially, with advertising dollars, and in the platform itself to highlight these communities. Next up, for many people, groups are the main reason why they remain on Facebook. Whatever your personal thoughts are about Facebook, we all have our opinion one way or another about the platform and the direction that it's going in. But for a lot of folks, and I would say for myself included, the main reason I remain on Facebook is for groups, both to moderate and maintain my own groups and also to participate in other marketing and business-related groups on the platform. It's the best place to really connect with others. And I've tried Slack groups and these discussion board type groups, but I've always come back to Facebook groups because it's just such a simple and frictionless place to have this type of community because you really have to go where the people are. And we all know that the people are on Facebook. So it's a lot easier to build that community on Facebook than it is to build it off platform and try to get someone to log in and check that message form, for instance, every day. The next point I want to share with you for why groups are so important and why they should be a part of your marketing strategy is that it's easier to get visibility in someone's news feed with group posts than it is with pages or other types of content. And this is, again, going back to the algorithm and all the investment that Facebook is making in community building. Facebook wants to become a privacy-focused communications platform, and they want to be more like a living room rather than like a public town square like they used to be. And so a big part of this is going to be about highlighting what's going on in groups and getting people to engage in groups. And so the newsfeed is still the best way to surface that content, right? The newsfeed is what most people see when they log into Facebook first. And so if you look at your newsfeed, if you start interacting with groups and joining groups and commenting on posts in groups, you're going to quickly see that your newsfeed is going to be dominated with posts from those groups. And so this is great if you are one of the owners of a group, because then your content will get in front of your community members in a much more focused way than if you were just getting them to like your page and trying to uh, get some organic distribution just with your Facebook page content. And last but not least, I have to say, Facebook is continually adding new engagement features to groups. For instance, they added a feature recently called badges, where you can basically get a, a badge for participating in a group. They have all these different types of badges, and these are just virtual badges, but to a lot of group members, they actually mean something. They're quite significant. You can get a founding member badge, a conversation starter badge, a new member badge, and so on and so forth. And this helps people sort of stand out and it encourages them to participate more in groups. And that's just one of many features that Facebook continues to add to groups. Okay, so that's why Facebook groups are so important. Hopefully that paints a clear picture of the opportunity here. In terms of the scale, there's so much opportunity with groups because according to the official Facebook stats, and these are actually a a little bit old, so these these are probably uh, lower estimates than what they currently are, but basically, Facebook is saying that there are over 10 million groups on Facebook with 1.4 billion people using groups every month. So that's quite staggering. So now, next up, how do you start a group? It's actually very easy, technically, to start a group. You simply go to facebook.com slash groups, and you create one. It takes a few seconds, it's free, 
I would say it's probably easier to create a group than it is to create a page. You'll have to upload a cover photo, maybe set some ground rules, and choose a custom URL if you want, but that's pretty much it. So really what you should focus on is what is your group gonna be about? What are you gonna call it? That strategy is more important than the actual technical specifications of creating the group. And this is actually really important because you don't wanna create a group that is boring. You wanna create something that is going to get people interested in joining, something that people want to rally around. So for instance, if you have a company that sells widgets, you don't wanna call it the widget company group, okay? You wanna create something that is exciting. I'll give you an example. My most popular group is called Landing Page Rockstars. I chose that name because everyone wants to be a rock star and everyone can sort of relate to that. They know exactly what that is. It's someone who's sort of at the top of their trade. It sounds really cool, right? And it mentions landing pages, so I'm not mentioning my company. I'm not saying it's the Earnworthy group or the growth marketer company group or something boring. I'm talking about the subject that we're going to cover, landing pages, and I'm adding on this word that people can relate to, rock stars, landing page rock stars. I tell people, join landing page rock stars, and they immediately know what it is. My other group is growth marketing rock stars with the same concept in mind. So what I would recommend is don't go with just your company name as your group. Try to find something that people can rally around and put some thought into it. And if you have to, get some feedback from people before you create the name of your group because that's going to be really, really important. So once you create your group, how do you grow it? I'm going to give you some very specific tactics. First, leverage your existing funnels. I can't stress this enough. The number one way I've grown my Facebook groups has been to use it as sort of a secondary offer for my other funnels and my other opportunities. So for instance, I run a lot of Facebook ads where I will promote a lead magnet, such as my landing page checklist or my 50 growth marketing tools ebook. And when people opt into those, after they opt in, they're taken to a thank you page. And on that thank you page, what I do is I invite them to join the group. And then in the first email they get, when, when I deliver these digital assets, I also remind them about my group. Because this is a good opportunity because people have just opted in. So they're sort of in this mindset where they're excited about getting something. They want to learn more about the company. They want to learn more about what you're providing. And so this is a perfect opportunity to say, hey, you've just gotten this free thing. Why don't you take the next step and join this free group that's going to help you get more out of that product or service? So I would say, number one, leverage your existing funnels and try to work in the verbiage of your group and the opportunity of your group into those existing funnels. Number two, you can try running ads to the group if you want. I've tried this. It's not been as successful as just running ads to a lead magnet, having people opt in for that. And then on that thank you page, trying to offer this secondary opportunity for people to join the group. But you never know. You might want to run ads if you're seeing a positive ROI for the people who are joining your group. Number three, make sure that it's easy for people to join the group. Don't ask too many questions. If you've ever joined a Facebook group and you saw like 16 different questions, it's very frustrating. So keep it simple. I actually don't ask any questions for people to join my groups. I've joined some groups and I've filled out maybe two or three questions and that's fine. But I see some where it's just, it feels like work. They're asking for your email address and whether you read the rules and this and that, and it just makes it too complicated. So keep it very, very easy for people to join. 
Number four, participate in other groups. You got to get active in these communities. So try to find other groups that are similar to the one that you're creating and participate in them and be authentic. Don't try to spam your group in, in these other groups. But if there are opportunities to talk about your group, if it's permitted, go ahead and do so. And last but not least, connect your group to your Facebook page. You probably have a Facebook page or your company does. Well, guess what? There's a tab that you can create where you can link your group or groups to that page. And this is another way to get visibility into your group. Okay, so we talked about the value of groups, how to start a group, how to grow a group. And so last, I want to talk about how to build engagement in a Facebook group. Number one is be consistent. This, again, is super, super important. You need to be consistent. And this is probably where I've made the most mistakes because I've had weeks where I was super consistent. I post every day, sometimes multiple times a day. I'm in there moderating comments and I see a lot of activity. But then I sort of take a few weeks off and I see that engagement fall. And so this hurts the group and it hurts just everything about it. So you need to be consistent with your messaging and with your posting frequency. And one of the best ways to do this is to have specific types of posts that you share on specific days. For instance, in Landing Page Rockstars, what I try to do is every Monday I'll do a welcome post because you can actually tag your new members by going to the members tab. There's a write welcome post little call to action there and you can tag your new members and say hey welcome to the group tell us about yourself right and this is a great way to get them engaged for the very first time so i encourage you to do that and try to be consistent with it once a week maybe on the same day of the week also you can try to have other themes for days for instance maybe every thursday you want to let people promote whatever it is that they're selling or offering because you don't want people posting spam just whenever they want. So every once in a while, what I'll do is I'll put up a post that says, hey, you can promote whatever you want in the comments of this post and this post only. If you do it outside of this time or outside of this thread, then it's a violation of the rules. But if you want to promote whatever it is you want to promote, go ahead put it in a comment here. And this is great because those posts get a lot of engagement and they sort of pull people back in and it's it's just a great opportunity, but you don't want to do it too much because you don't want your group to just be all promotional. Also, make sure you are fair and consistent with your moderation. Get in there every single day or hire someone who can get in there, take away the spam posts, hide what they need to hide, remove people if, if you need to, but be consistent with that. Don't let it get out of control. It's just like a garden. You don't want to let the weeds run wild. Next up, make sure you're using video, both live video like Facebook Lives and recorded video because those are going to get better engagement in your groups than if you were to just put up a text post. And last but not least, my last engagement tip that I want to share with you is to ask lots of questions. Some of the very best posts that I've put up in the group are just simple questions. People love answering questions. So you don't want to just be all self-promotional all the time or sharing your blog posts and things like that. Sometimes you just want to ask a very simple question that someone can answer quickly. These types of posts do really, really well. So there you have it. I hope I got you excited about the opportunity of Facebook groups, or if you're using Facebook groups already, I hope I gave you some additional ideas how to grow your group or how to build engagement inside your group. Of course, I can't end this podcast without inviting you to join my group. Probably the one that is most relevant if you're listening to this Growth Marketer podcast is my group called Growth Marketing Rockstars. You can check it out by going to growthmarketer.co slash group, or simply go to Facebook and 
search for Growth Marketing Rockstars and you'll find it. It's absolutely free and I encourage you to join. And also, last but not least, if you're not already on my mailing list for my weekly growth marketing newsletter, you're missing out. This is a fantastic opportunity to stay updated on the greatest tools, tactics, strategies, interviews, and the news of the week. I send out one short email every Thursday, and I just started this, so it's brand new, so you can get in on the ground floor. It's absolutely free, and the feedback I've gotten so far has been amazing. In fact, the very first newsletter I sent out had a 54% open rate, so I'm sharing the news that you need to know, the tools that I recommend you check out in the growth marketing space, and the insights you need to know about. So you can sign up absolutely free by going to growthmarketer.co. Sign up for my weekly growth marketer newsletter and become the smartest marketer in the room. That's growthmarketer.co. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'll be back next week. So until then, have a fantastic rest of your day. 